0: Okay. So, here's the earth. Chilling. Damn, that is a sweet earth, you might say. Round. Alright. Ruling out, the ice capes melting, meteors becoming crashed into us, the ozone layer leaving, and the sun exploding, we're definitely going to blow ourselves up. Okay. So basically, we've got China, France, India, Israel, Pakistan, Russia, the UK, and us. With nukes. We've got about 2,600 more than anybody else. Whatever. Anyway, one day we decides those Chinese sons of a bitches are going down. So we launch a nuke at China. While it's on its way, China's like, Shit, shit, who the fuck is shooting us? Oh well, fire missiles! Then France is like, Shit, guys, we got the missiles, they are coming! Fire our shit! But then let's have... Well, have a nap. Then fire the missiles! Meanwhile, Australia is down there like WTF, mates. India, Israel, and Pakistan launch their shit, so now we've got missiles flying everywhere, passing each other. Russia's like, AH MOTHER LAND! Then England's like, about that time, eh, chaps? Right up. So now the US is like, fuck, we're dumbasses. Canada's like, what's going on, eh? Australia's still like, WTF. Mars is laughing at us, and some huge meteor's like, well, fuck that. So now we've got nuclear winter. Everyone's dead except Australia, and they're still like, WTF. But they'll be dead soon Fucking kangaroos But assuming we don't blow ourselves up Us Californians just have to worry about California breaking off from the United States To go hang with Hawaii Alaska can come too The
1: end Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua I came back from the dead he did. He was off he was off for that last week. But you know, the thing is, we're rounding this year out. We've we've got 25 sweet, tasty episodes out there for you to play over and over and over again. But tonight, today we're focused on the end. We're focused on the end of the world and the conspiracies that drove many a man and woman and small child mad. On today's episode of Conspiracy Therapy.
2: This See is the it. end, beautiful friend.
1: Uh, I just gotta say, uh, I love you guys so much. <laughs> I love you too, oh, Lieutenant Damn <laughs> She tasted <and> like
2: cigarettes.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary Sinise. I wish this was the Forrest Gump podcast, but it's not. Guys, as we reflect on 2016. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Holy shit. 5, 4,
2: 3, 2, 1. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're listening. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party, it's a party. <laughs>
1: all right Uh, all right right. cigarettes i know it's uh, it's all (laughs) off it's all off the rails that's fine okay so ladies and gentlemen today we're going to talk about end of the world conspiracy theories i always say therapy now that's a problem is it though well it's it's good I've got a drunk bottom lip, too, so every time I speak, it all comes out wrong anyways. But you all know that, because if you've sat through all 25 of our first episodes of 2016, we love you. Please, rate and review and share. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about 10 conspiracy theories (laughs) for the end of the world and... Uh, first before we get into that because I feel like (sighs) I feel like this is something we've all kind of delved into a little bit especially with the Y2K thing (laughs) on a scale from 1 to 10 how scared are you that the world's gonna end within your lifetime I've played enough Fallout games to be set
2: I, I think I I think I'm good
1: Right on, Larry. Uh, a two, two.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> you didn't even give her. Josh didn't even get him a number. He's just like, I played a video game once. It told me I'm gonna die. So wait, I wait, wait. two.
2: <laughs> we we have all seen Mad Max, so I mean, well, that's we, true. We too. should be prepared. So you know what? I'm gonna go with a high wow, nine. A f-
1: really? Oh shit! He goes high nine. Larry goes yeah. two. So what do I, I do? Negative? Do I do plus? I, I don't know. I take a two because just, I mean,
3: been lots of people the world didn't end for. I figure I'm probably on that list. Okay, so it's you're not going to happen. It doesn't not in my life. It's lifetime, not going to happen.
1: No. We've done pretty good so okay. far. Well. <laughs> According to scientists uh, a supernova really isn't supposed to happen for like another 50 million yeah. years so mm-hmm. I mean I feel like that's kind of like the uh, hard drive needing to be reset kind of like the system reboot of our planet is that yeah that is
2: that about the time that Sephiroth comes around
1: well for your for, for our my dear cousin, William, What's maybe a Sephiroth? But, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's actually, uh, it's, it's like, um, you ever seen those kids that like, oh boy, <laughs> uh, they're like ravers <laughs> with Junko pants and, but their pants are black and they're, they've got chains <laughs> and they're like dancing to final fantasy seven, Larry, final fantasy seven. All right, I'm sorry. I, I, he is he is the epitome of like goth kids from like the late '90s. Okay. Uh, th- that I can relate to. He was the villain of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay, and people
3: just love him. They love him to you, pieces. You and think that's I'd fine. know that? Since it's the only uh, fatal, 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 It's the only fatal, flannel, it's fantasy? the only fetal fantasy I ever played. You know, they've made a lot of flat, flannel, flannel Fantasy. Was they awesome. had a new one come out Pearl this Jam year. Pearl Jam did a great soundtrack for that. I'm really
1: flannel,
2: glad. I like to wear it, then I go outside, yeah. Some
3: sound. <laughs> some sound.
2: Flannel some, Fantasy some, 15 s- with soundtrack. Some, some, by oh, Pearl and Creed. Flannel. Some, flannel. flannel. Some,
1: sorry. This year's flannel fantasy takes place in Seattle, Washington. No, it always takes place in Seattle,
3: Washington. Maybe once it took place in Portland.
1: <laughs> we give them some love. All right. God damn it. We've put this off enough. Let's dive into it. So everybody here remembers Y2K.
2: Break the walls. You know what? You don't know who Y2J is? You're no. on the list.
1: I took a long sip of my beer just to to look at you and think why would you put me on the spot like that? But that's okay. That's okay. Everybody remembers Y2K. The world was going to end because some computer systems wouldn't operate or I'm sorry, they would operate incorrectly when the date changed to 01012000. Which would cause the figurative Skynet to go active. Sounds weird. It sounds absurd because it is. Though it was a logical problem for people to have with preparations having to be made at the government yeah. level, it was hardly the sort of end times event to destroy it mankind. It makes sense. What's that? In theory. Yes. Well, I remember specifically at the time there was like a Simpsons episode about it. It, I think it was during the Treehouse of Horror Halloween episode. And I remember thinking like... Well, we'll we'll get to it. But yeah, it it made sense. Though it was a logical problem for people to have with, with the preparations having to be made at the government level, it was hardly the sort of end times event to destroy mankind. But hey... It was the late 90s, and things were strange. <laughs> Dawson was on his creek. <laughs> the, sc- the Scream franchise was in full effect. Mm-hmm. Freddie Prince and Sarah Michelle Gellar were the world's prom king and queen. <laughs> and sometime just around 95, nice. everyone bought a cell phone and immediately became permanently attached to it. People had just met the internet, thanks Al Gore. And the dot-com bubble was making overnight ballers out of everyone without having actually done anything and that's a that's a term that I think was from like the early thousands wasn't it Jay Z -Z said it offhandedly in like a remark I'm a ball it was kind of like the 90s during that time was kind of like the 80s with less cocaine, raves, whippets (laughs) the end of Creed Mm -hmm. and grunge the C-flat world of new metal where were you doing the night of New Year's Eve 1999 Larry I was in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago!
3: My future bride-to-be was with me. Oh, oh my God. We were no. visit. We were visiting my brother in Chicago. We went over to a friend of his house, hit one of his friend's houses. We're watching the TV, and we're doing the countdown, and, you know, <laughs> waiting for that ball to drop. Because, you know... The doctor said I was a late bloomer. So, as the countdown comes, three, two, one, zero, my older brother uh, pulled the fuse, <laughs> the switch box, and everything went out. And it, everybody freaked out for a good thirty seconds before he flipped it back on. It was a really good prank, right? And then on. you could, and then we were in Chicago, so you could hear people shooting their guns in the air. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> the South side of Chicago will rise again. Okay, Josh, what's up?
2: <laughs> uh, I don't really think I have that cool of a story, but, uh, I remember. Cause you were like six. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, how, was, how old was I?
3: <laughs> you okay, Ryan? I
1: almost spit my beer all over the screen. Uh, I was uh, I fourteen. I was almost
3: fifteen when that happened. And I, I just- can imagine. I can imagine like a, a, a an unruly teen, Josh. Oh, dude! I never showered.
2: I I tried growing facial hair. It was just patchy as hell, and I'm like, you know what? That makes me more cool. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I I do vividly remember. Uh, not only that night but the days leading up to it because i remember my folks were actually active and uh (laughs) listening out for that stuff and like everybody was freaking out you you didn't know what was going to happen and so i remember us going to like home depot and people like were they they sold out of all these generators and like everything like the every like food water bottled water all this stuff was selling out everywhere and so that night we uh, we lived out in the country and like when I say in the country it was like there was two houses on our street and wow. a whole lot of nobody so uh, I, I remember we went outside and decided to light off a bunch of fireworks uh, at midnight. So I think uh, in my mind at the time, I was like, oh, the lights are still on, so I guess we're good. But Because uh, I didn't have an, a brother that would turn off all the lights and scare the crap out of us.
1: <laughs> I um, I was dating a girl at the time, and uh, I, I drove out to her house or the the place where they were having a like a bunch of senior kids. I wasn't a senior Seniors? no, I would have been a junior that year. So Yeah,
3: I'm thankful you came to my
1: party, right? No, I'm full of shit. That wasn't that year. I totally messed that up. No, I I'm sorry, it was two different distinct years. I I'm sorry, Fred. I was actually at um I was at my friend Dave's house and we were taking turns smoking his mother's cigarettes outside a bunch of Newports. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm too cool for school, motherfucker. And uh, I actually closed my eyes and. Held my breath for about ten seconds when they did the countdown that time because I thought for really? sure I was actually worried the world was just going to explode because I was a delusional Christian at the time. I honestly, I, Chicago. I, I didn't know. Like everybody <laughs> had theories about what would happen when Y two K happened, but I just assumed like the world would just like f- basically ultrageist into itself like the house at the end of the movie and just like suck up into a ball and just disappear like I didn't know what was going to happen Josh what did you think was going to happen
2: I don't I think that it was pretty much a generic the world was well everything was going to be reset I mean essentially think Fight Club where (laughs) uh, we were were going to all all records would be erased. Uh, computers would essentially um, erase everything because it would go backwards. And I figured, yeah, we would probably lose power and whatnot. But I didn't think it was going to be the end of the world. It just would be uh, kind of a blackout for a little while. It'd be roughing it, and mm-hmm.
3: they would end up fixing it in some way or another. Yeah. That my thought was at the very worst computers would be down for a couple of days <laughs> I mean the right. problem
2: is is the media played it up to be a
3: huge yeah. huge uh, potential catastrophe well, I the- think you could almost pinpoint that as maybe the beginning of that whole media hysteria thing
1: yeah. probably I mean there's probably some truth to that if you actually dug through the videos and like you- watched it um so Y2K obviously hit, hit the three of us pretty hard. Like we we all witnessed it. We all we all dealt with the 90s and the oh, early 2000s. Jesus.
3: Oh, oh
1: poor hip hop music. Uh, poor music in general. Yeah. Let's uh poor let's Hanson. delve into the next nine end of the world theories and then we'll take a break. So the first cool. one is Nancy Leader. She realized in 1993 that she could talk to our very distant neighbors, the Zeta Reticuli, through an implant in her brain. On a bio. Say what? What's that? Say what? I know, right? On a bio on her website, Nancy has basically been playing telephone with the Zeta Reticuli all her life. Through something called hypnotic recall, Nancy realized she has a dozen hybrid children, which are human slash alien babies. She can also okay. communicate for the zeta reticuli, so she could actually like if they were there and like they're like five foot tall, like gigantic broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just assuming.
3: See, I was you were, like, gigantic, and then you went five foot tall, and I was confused, and then you went broccoli, and I was like, he's right, that would be gigantic for broccoli.
1: I'm glad you're following me here.
3: I did follow that. Her first, I was along for the ride.
1: Her first prediction was that they would come in May 2003 and destroy our solar system, causing immense <laughs> devastation to our planet. Of course, they did not. Well, the broccoli
3: does wreak havoc on my farts. I mean, really? you know... Does broccoli
1: yeah. really make farts bad?
3: <laughs> they do. I, I I bet they were stopped
2: by the uh, the cauliflower people of that universe. I mean, they probably came in and they're like, Whoa, broccoli, you can't be doing this. You have your racial profiling. Your green gumpiness needs to stop." We the we the strong folk, and we're gonna stop you. It's
1: true. Cauliflower is out there going white power. <laughs> Josh, are, are you telling a joke right now? No. No? You're just theorizing? Yes. Hoping?
2: Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Cauliflower
1: will rise again. Jesus! You're a KKK of vegetables? No, CCC. Oh, my God. <laughs> the depths we go on this show. I swear. <laughs> okay. So... Look, so she said she could have human-alien babies. You
3: ever heard of tar and feathering? No, it's cheese whizzing. That's what they do in the South (laughs) Cauliflower did
1: with broccoli. sad. Struggle's real. (laughs) If you counted all the snorts that happen on this show... You would never have to take any like X or any sort of like decongestant because we knock all the phlegm out.
2: All right, the corn monsters, though. You know we we can't get rid of them. I mean, every time we think they're gone, all we can do we keep we just we see them again later. They're gonna come back. That's what you say to corn every time. See you
3: later. Corn. You just rent corn. That's what you do. I just tell them to follow the leader. You know what I do? I just step a, skip a step on uh, you know and just dump the corn directly in my toilet and flush it.
1: Good god. Okay. <laughs> All right, so her prediction was May 2003, but that did not happen. Do you guys know what happened in May of 2003? Nickelback. George W. Bush declared it was the end of the Iraq conflict on an aircraft carrier. 1993?
3: 2003.
1: 2003.
3: 2003. 2003. Okay. Stick with the program there. Yeah, because he had that especially big codpiece or something
1: going on there. No, he just wore like Air Force fatigues. He got off. Onto the aircraft carrier on May 1st, to be exact. Justin Timberlake and Beyonce had hot new albums Mm -hmm. alongside the Catholic fantasy adventure Neverlandings Neverlanding Neverending Story Da Vinci Code book was published by Dan Brown and Johnny Depp's steady drunken decline, in my opinion, started off to critical acclaim in the Pirates of the Caribbean that was released soon after. I love that movie. That was good. I'm sorry. I just, really uh, okay. It was fun. Side side thing. Uh oh. That's fine. I love Johnny Depp, but I don't like things. I, I I just did not like Pirates of the Caribbean. I love really Edward Scissorhands. I mm-hmm. loved Sweeney Todd. Actually, Sweeney Todd is probably my favorite Johnny Depp movie. And a lot of people that are like big druggies are like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is fine. Uh huh. Well, for me, it's half baked. Yeah, I can understand that. Anyway, we don't need to get into this discussion now. Grandma's Boy is probably one of my favorites. <laughs> Just to sidetrack for a moment, there was no end of the world from this Mm-mm. this this lady. Why did this Nancy chick do this? According to what she said, it was because she wanted to fool the establishment.
3: No, I'll tell you exactly why she did it.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> she's not the first, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's not the first, obviously, to say this sort of thing. She is also not the first to say she had contact with aliens. The good news no, is, no. is that NASA has the equipment to see any sort of these forthcoming disasters and or invading aliens coming. So if there's going to be some sort of intergalactic like con- conflict, we we mm-hmm. would have known this or we would have had hints of this. And if unless this is a species that's invisible or they're just like an intergalactic mustard gas <laughs> that we can't spot and stop at least we have Nukes and Beyonce. And Nintendo. Thanks to Japan, actually, Nintendo. Thanks, Japan. Uh, so that was number one of nine. Holy shit, I should go quicker. All right. <laughs> Harold Campings. Rapture. Ooh. This was... Did you guys know... Do you guys remember in, like, 2012 when you'd be, like, driving and see, like, a sign that was like, The, the end is not... Nah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There was bands driving
3: around with that on the side of it as well there was a couple um because i remember being in north that was Carolina. a lot of fun i
2: worked at a at a christian home at the time and i remember a lot of people actually took that very seriously yeah they were very convinced that it was real and i was like <laughs>
1: you guys are they, day, do. Um. they always do though anyway both um, times i should say so here's your religious bent on the whole end of the world. But uh, truly, though, most religions have some sort of revelation, apocalypse, rapture, almost all of them. Many of the preachers out there in the, in the world basically think it's coming and say they, they say it's happening. I mean, I in the brief period that I was actually Christian, I I specifically remember talking to many preachers that were just like, "It's happening. You know, prepare. So how soon should I prepare, Father? Like, should I should I buy a, Yeah, exactly. Should I buy a bunch of like ravioli? Should I ramen? Is there a point to me finishing Zelda? I mean, I really want to finish Zelda. You know, should I just like drown Mario? Cuz he's dying anyway. Um, much like the fella who put out the billboards on highway saying Jesus is coming. The same guy who voted for Trump and for abortions to be illegal in Ohio recently. Did you guys hear about that? No. Yeah, according to mo- the most recent news, uh, abortions are illegal in Ohio. Um, okay. Sounds like a real stand-up gentleman. These type of people that agree with these apocalypse, rapture, end-of-the-world types. Well, one of these preacher men was Harold Camping that I brought up. He was the founder of the Family Radio Network of Christian Stations. That already sounds like bullshit. Camping thought he knew when the end of the world would come, and he said it was May 21, 2011, which actually, Mm -hmm. if you look at the numbers... Why did he think this? Because he talked to Jesus and his followers believed him, believed him so much. He incurred millions, thousands. Isn't it crazy
3: how Jesus and God have this message that they have to get out to everybody. So they just tell it to one dude in Ohio.
1: Well, right. They say,
3: okay, Larry, Larry, it's me. Jesus. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Jesus. Okay. Uh, Did you finish? Uh, planting the plants in the front yard. No, and I
1: I don't. Oh, I, this isn't Jesus. No, 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 no. I I, I don't. <laughs> this is this is Jesus. I don't work. What I do is I tell you things. Okay. So I need I, I need I need you to tell the world that I'm that I am coming coming hard, real hard. <laughs> <laughs> but not on but not on you or anyone like you. We just lost every Christian <laughs> listener. <laughs> I just need you to make sure that you get as much money as pop possible to say that I'm coming real hard. Right. And then just like fall off the planet once you get your millions and then, you know, take this money from a lot of people who are scared of dying. Okay. Old people specifically the old. Gotcha. Yep. And uh, make sure that as many fools as you can can follow you down this rabbit hole because that is the way to becoming a good Christian. Also, all those little boys that you raped, I'm cool with that as long as you repent. It's kind of like that uh
2: what what's his name that one huge pastor now Joel something or another. The guy that has like is a mega millionaire.
3: Joel Osteen or something, right?
2: Yeah. It makes me sick when I see that some of these guys have just millions and millions of dollars and these mega churches but they it
3: seemingly don't do anything for Jim Baker is back. Remember Jim Baker? I know. And he, he's the one who's, he sold, um, he, he went to jail because he sold all these timeshares, I guess, t- to all these old people saying, hey, we have a vacation, Christian vacation resort. And he sold like tens of thousands of these things, but yet there was only like eight rooms in this resort. So people were paying for a thing they could never even use. Oh. So he went to jail for like, a few, only like a couple of years. He should have gone to jail for like tw- 20 well, now he's back, and now his thing is, the end of the world is coming, and you you need to buy seeds I've so you can plant seed. your own food. I am not kidding you. Oh. So his new thing is telling everybody that the end of the world is coming, and you're not going to be able to buy food, so you have to buy a seed so you can plant the food so you don't starve to death.
2: Or you can just go to the farmer's market and pick up all those seeds for probably 20, per, 20 times cheaper, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yuck. Yeah, it's it's gross. Okay, so continuing with this guy. People believed him so much he like I said, he got millions of dollars from donations and had two thousand plus billboards put on highways and byways reclaiming the end times were nigh, which we all saw shortly after the failed prediction. Oh my god, it was failed? Um again? Harold suffered a stroke in June and soon after semi-retired from his position. Yes, he coming. What? What's that, Harold? You want an ecto cooler? Uh who doesn't? <laughs> Uh, he went home to continue a small role in his family network. he later claimed his claiming an end time date was sinful quote unquote and that he was repent- <laughs> he was repentant of his sins like all of them are actually. yeah good on you Harold thanks for preaching the good word. Maybe you should also give back all that money you took from people with a fear of death and who had manipulative tendencies.
2: Not so fast. I, I'm pretty sure he died.
1: Uh he might have, but the most recent article I read on him said he was okay. But
2: Um Now do you guys remember that after after that had happened, they like within a day or two that I remember, he came out or that group came out and said, Oh, it was uh, miscalculated. There was a thing yeah. that was miscalculated. It's actually on this date in like four months.
1: Right. Well, that did happen with with quite a few of them. That particular year, was it 2011, 2012? Um, yeah, the- can we have an
3: extension on the end of the world? Be great.
1: It's the end of the world. Yeah, that's the shitty thing about that whole period they whenever the date wasn't actually met they pushed it just, just like push it back dude it's it, like a video game that can't be released on time yeah <laughs> lamos what you can't release super mario bros 3 yeah. on time way to go john lamos <laughs> <laughs> when we have like 25 plus games at a time that we could yeah. be playing that are perfect that we all own yeah <laughs> Looking at you, Rocket League. I have games I haven't even played yet. They're just I have there. count. I buy games on Steam like every other day. I'm like, oh, two dollars, buy. And then I go on I there. and I'm like,
3: I don't want to play that right now. I what's wanna- funny is I buy all those games. I'm like, I have nothing to play.
1: Oh, <laughs> I yeah. know. I do it's it like too. Eighty games staring me in the face. There's just nothing to do here. Side note, we're all gamers. Okay, we have to shoot through these because we have to take a break after this. Come on. Oh, shit. All right, so that guy was a fucking asshat, but I want to (laughs) say, I want to point out that it's completely unlikely for anyone to pinpoint an exact day when the world will end because depending upon where you are, it's a different time. (laughs) Yeah. And in some parts, it's a different day. There are two calendar days happening simultaneously on our planet. Half the world's today is the other half's yesterday. Yeah,
3: like the world could end in Australia before us. Bad day, mate.
1: Right, and we're just over here fucking whacking off and eating ribs. Or as I call it, Tuesday. Right. (laughs) But anyway, America's the only one that counts. Okay, Okay. next one. Barbecue sauce makes great lube. Really? I mean, as long as we don't lose Pornhub, we're okay. Really? Yeah, realistically, you're probably right. Nuclear war number 3 during the cold war the idea of being nuked by russia was a constant fear um we never really had to deal with this I, it was just pretty prevalent in uh 80s action movies i think the idea oh, for sure um but w- 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 red dawn yes oh, yes yeah. The idea really seemed to peak from the 40s to the 90s, with many believing it a possibility and a good one at that. There is a military strategy in effect called MAD, or Mutual Assured Destruction, promising that whoever struck first would get hit back without hesitation. Uh, Sidebar a nuclear war. How selfish is it to be the one who says, "Hey guys, I'm mad at them. Let's kill everyone." I feel like that's the shittiest thing you could ever do. Actually, I can't it's see up there. I, I mean, honestly, I can't see any reason to drop
3: nukes. It's Fuck up them. there with people who didn't rewind VHS tapes when they returned them to
1: Blockbuster. Oh,
2: or we're we're so- in that time of year, dudes. How many people don't put their carts back in the corral? They just yep, leave it bastards. five feet away from it because they're lazy oh.
1: dick wads. It hurt my arms to push it in the snow slush. Makes me want to punch him right in the Adam's apple. Ouch. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And I'm double sorry that I I'm double sorry that I pushed two carts into the snow drift. You should get an icicle to the ear. (laughs) Ow. I didn't do that. I haven't been to a grocery store in ages. I go to Subway. That's or I go what Wiser are for. That's what wives are for. <laughs> I don't go to grocery stores. If I go to a grocery store, I'm like, hmm, I think they have a Nintendo Classic I need to buy. You know what this makes me
3: think of? And, hey, just going to digress for That's just fine. a second. I swear to I, God.
1: This might be the first time in all your podcasting <laughs> history.
3: Ryan, what it. Like. When I okay, I'll start with me. When I thought of the future, I thought of flying
1: cars. What did you think of? Ooh, hoverboards. But that's because of Back to the Future too, right?
2: Josh, uh, I mean, I've always always thought of the future
3: as involving lightsabers. And you know what the future is? It's being able to order toilet paper off the internet. What a letdown!
1: Yeah. Yeah. We wish we knew what the future was. We really do. But there's no way to know. And that's that's the sad thing is that you can never predict the end of the world. You can never predict the end date.
3: And if you just out of curiosity, if you knew exactly when the end of the world was going to happen, I think it would change how you would live your life. And I don't know. I don't know if it would change it for the better or for the worse. Mm, depends on how you look at it
2: i mean if it were yeah. to end in six months would you just quit your job and start doing all sorts of crazy things that you never would have done before or would you act completely normal because you were scared of like other people finding out and then causing
3: i think a lot of people would go into a depression yeah, yeah. just not
1: move yeah, I mean, there's people that need things to be dictated to them for sure. Um, Josh, you you brought up uh, some interesting points with with the end of the world kind of theories and whatnot. Do you do you subscribe to any of the religious the the, the religious theories? Does anybody? No. Are we all... I think um, we're all on the same page. No. That's a big no. Miente. I wish... I wish we could... I wish we could supplement the other side, but on, honestly, I think a lot of us are pretty jaded from the area we are in. It seems like a money grab. All right. So, without digressing too much, let's continue <laughs> on. Too late. Yeah. 40 some minutes in <laughs> in the 90s many people fear many people's fears seem to fade of a true cold war but in 2008 the uh, wired magazine slash wired.com wrote about a study on the possible effects of a small scale nuclear war so if a bunch of nuclear bombs went off it would tear holes in the ozone cooling the planet more than it already has been and limiting our protection from UV rays.
3: I love it when my ozone gets torn.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I can see your butt. Crops would die. Millions would starve. And skin cancer would become commonplace. No SPF could hide you. God damn it. I don't care. I'm gonna you. <laughs> oh, is that the goths at the beach there? I could hear them. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm gonna get a suntan. Oh, this typo negative tape is about to die. <laughs> I can't play it anymore. I guess it's time to start stabbing westward. <laughs> <laughs> Bit dragon's milk over my keyboard. That's twice. Very true. Uh, it's happening a lot tonight. All right, so only two nuclear bombs have actually been dropped during wartime and both have been by yeah sorry it was us and it was on Japan but you know Japan you better stop mouthing off we love you Uh, since then more than 100 parties have signed the treaty of non-proliferation of nuclear weapons agreeing not to use them in war that's smart Mm -hmm. I'm pretty glad about that a small tiny Christmas light of faith just sparked in my heart for humanity uh, ooh, sorry, user. I was saying hi to my cat the return of our alien creators oh man <laughs> holy burp shits Lacerda told us about this in the reptilian episode check your dick size make sure it's all good
3: it's not good
1: Hilari. Okay, so there are plenty of UFO-based religions floating around. One of the largest is Realism. It was founded by Claude Vorlahan in his book, The Message Given. <clears throat> to me by extraterrestrials Orlehan explains that the idea For his religion happened when he found A spaceship with a human looking Alien inside That sounds like anamorphism With aliens The alien told them that humankind Was actually created by an alien Race called the Elahoran Raelians believe that the Elhoram are recording information about us right now. One day they'll bring people back from the dead and reward or punish them for how they acted in life. Basically, it's the rapture with super commuters and zombies. Um, There's plenty of theories about the creation of human life. Most scientists agree that... We weren't dropped off here by aliens, nor would many find it likely that aliens will show up someday to raise the dead. I never could. I, I just I can't think of aliens and like zombies, but uh, Grey Goo. in the future nanotechnology Ooh, it tiny robots. Like no, it's not. It's not It Happens
3: after after I. Love myself.
2: (laughs) Grey Goo is what you get after a night of Taco Bell and cheap beer.
1: Ooh, I love Taco Bell. You know, you make me run upstairs and.
4: That's nice. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. A little bit. Larry.
1: I don't know where you're saving these clips, but they're good. All right. In the future, nanotechnology, tiny robots as small as an atom, holy shit, might be commonplace. In theory, they could be programmed to collect materials and transform them into products, basically automatically creating things like TVs, computers, chips, bicycles, or anything else without the help of human hands. Oh, I need the help of my human hands. Whoa. Oh. Of course, to be truly efficient, these nanobots would also need to be able to self-replicate. And therein lies the problem. Some scientists Mm. predict that these nanobots could go overboard, replicate until they outnumber us, and then start sucking up all our natural resources. They've dubbed these future leeches Grey Goo. Grey Goo is what would happen if one of the auto-assemblers went haywire. Um... According to Drexler's calculations, in just 10 hours, an unchecked self-replicating auto-assembler could respawn 68 billion offspring in less than two days. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. There are dozens of theories about robots outsmarting their creators and overtaking the world, but it isn't likely. After all, who would be smart enough to build something that advanced? Who's laughing? Gosh, okay. is. Asteroids. I just saw boobies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone has been convinced that there was one headed straight for us destined to blow us to bits. For example, in 2004, scientists found... Apophysis, a 390-meter-wide asteroid. According to The Guardian, NASA predicted that if Apophysis collided with Earth, the energy release would be 1,000 times greater than a nuclear blast over Hiroshima, Japan. Nice. Astronomers thought that Apophysis had a 1 in 37 chance of colliding with Earth in 2029, then they changed their minds. Now most scientists agree that Apophysis will pass us by. Just like um, all those crazy meteorite showers that we have and all those comets. Yep. Haley, if you will. Asteroids do exist and they do collide with things in space, but the odds, the odds of being large enough to collide with Earth and destroy it, they're not good. So... Take that to the bank, open an account, and be happy. Pull shift number seven of the nine. Push if some people that believe that 2012 will be the year when the Earth's magnetic poles will suddenly and drastically reverse for no reason whatsoever. It is known as a pole shift, and when it happens, okay. entire continents could move suddenly or sink into the ocean, but it doesn't end there. While we're all spinning and sinking, there will also be epic natural disasters, tsunamis, massive, massive earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, bad
2: shit. So, say, so like after a night of Taco Bell and cheap beer.
1: Yeah, man, I mean, whatever you think of, like, Taco Bell is cool, but what do you think about cheap beer?
2: I just know that when paired with Taco Bell, you could have a world-ending crisis in your toilet. I just had a world-ending
1: crisis in my pants. Because of how long this segment is. I'm sorry. According to the... uh, Shush. (laughs) Alright, fine. Look, the reason (laughs) why the pole shift won't happen is that a reversal of the Earth's magnetic poles is a natural phenomenon that... occurs every 250,000 years and while there is evidence of a 10% decline in the earth's magnetic field since the 19th century there is no scientific evidence that a sudden pole shift will occur or that it would even harm people if it did the modern ice age in 1997 richard noon published a book entitled 5-5-2000 Ice, The Ultimate Disaster. In this book, Noon predicted the Earth was headed for a second ice age, speculating that polar ice caps would start getting bigger. At the same time, all the planets would fall into alignment, which would somehow make the ice shift from north to south, starting another ice age. Of course, May Fifth, 2000 came and went without passive polar ice caps of the Res... Or the re- resurrection of the Ninth Templar. I'm pretty sure the pyramids didn't do anything special that day either. Most scientists agree that the Earth is actually heating up, not cooling. It is more likely that the north and south poles will slowly start to melt. And the last but not least is a hen in eighteen oh six. In eighteen oh six a prophetic hen.
2: Who <laughs> was attacked by Link? And so they all gathered together and attacked humanity? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> there was a chicken, Bok <laughs> Bok. There was a hen. And. It was a prophetic hen in 1806 Discovered in Leeds, England It conveyed Its barn Conveyed its barnyard wisdom Using the king's English on the side Of its own eggs So it 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 had a cricket slash Printing press in its asshole It was discovered that the owner of the hen was using acid to write, Christ is coming on the side of the eggs and then shoving them back into the chosen fowl. That's foul. (laughs) And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the 10 conspiracy theories that we dug up for this episode that I found on Yahoo and (laughs) Wired and... That we all butchered to shit, but whatever.
2: That poor hen had eggs shoved up its Yahoo.
1: Pretty much. All right, we're going to take a quick. Eyes googled right out of her head. Indeed. (laughs) We're going to take a quick clip break, and then when we come back, we're going to do some predictions for the new year, a quiz, some. Pop culture? Right on.
4: A pyramid in North Dakota is as mysterious as it gets. It's not ancient, it's modern, and it was built to save the world, well, sort of. You probably never heard of it before, but it represents the collision point of two worlds in a radar that is a pyramid-shaped structure. It was built to protect the country against a potential nuclear attack by the Soviets during the Cold War. The truncated pyramid is part of the Stanley R. Mickelson security complex and was abandoned some 40 years ago giving rise to all sorts of theories and intrigue refuge base of the Illuminati, secret base where alien tech is tested, secret human experiments, and so on. Some believe it was closed because the station was proven to be ineffective, others believe that the costs of maintaining it were simply too high, but there are also those who believe that this station has not been closed and that it is still in operation today, not as a defensive compound, but rather as a facility similar to Dulce Base. The pyramid is located in a rural area of North Dakota and is one of the main manifestations of nuclear paranoia. The massive project had cost the U.S. government $5.7 billion to build it, but in February 1976, after just three months of full operational capacity and a year of active work, it was decommissioned reports fusion. The base was designed to stop Soviet missiles launched from the North Pole, which was meant to be intercepted over Canadian territory. At the time of construction, the massive pyramid mobilized the economy of the area and up to 4,000 people lived in the area, but the project lasted only six months after which it was cancelled. In the 1980s, the pyramid served as a youth camp and in 2012 the structure was auctioned by the government. It is well known that these nuclear age relics are sought after in millenarian circles. According to the website Fusion, the Hutwright Religious Community, managed to acquire the property for $530,000, surpassing the Cavalier County, which sought to make it a tourist destination. The religious group that now owns the pyramid has not done anything with it. They have, however, planted soybeans and alfalfa all around it.
1: That break was great. Mm. Holy cow, did I learn a lot about you guys. Best clip of the year. (sighs) Yes, indeed. Guys, let's let's yes. do a little bit of a prediction. Okay. Um, let's predict what we want to see slash what we think we'll see in 2017. Okay. And uh, I want to go to, of the two of you, I think I'm going to go with Larry. Okay. okay. Always prepared. Always ready to go.
3: <sighs> I predict that trump will not be as extreme as everybody is thinking he will be i also predict uh we will see a lot less celebrity deaths than we saw in 2016
1: oh. holy cow wasn't this like the auschwitz of like america like, this year like it was bad and then all of a sudden uh, they took
3: uh, Dr. Seaver from us David Bowie
2: David That was Bowie the beginning of the year too uh,
1: The Fresh Prince I'm telling you David Bowie was so bad It still bothers me yeah, Oh that's, heck yeah That still gets me 69 I mean maybe that's old to some had- But 69 and he's He's the treasure trove of like All of our pop and our rock And He it, could do whatever he wanted David Bowie Musically. was the amalgamation of all the rock stars we've we've ever had yeah. and will ever have.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. And he
1: was also—it's all that Trent Reznor wanted to be. It's all Marilyn Manson wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Evolved. Yeah, it drives me nuts because I love—I loved him so much, man. I, and mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that's more about the art than it is about anything. I mean there's I'm sure there's plenty of like people who are obsessed with who he looked like, but I I was a scholar of his music and it was such a rough transitional period to watch. Yeah. Even even like (laughs) this year was rough for me because it was there's a lot of like people that were like, Oh, I'm a huge fan of Bowie and then they'd be like, I really like Labyrinth and that was it. Like that's fine. That if
3: that's, I mean, he he had different ways to reach different audiences. He he decided in the eighties, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a straight up pop album.
1: <laughs> you know what Which I mean? Which is one of my favorite Bowie albums. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I love that album so much.
3: So,
2: out of curiosity, do you guys have a favorite uh, Bowie song?
1: Mm. Uh, Life on Mars. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Um, how about you, Mr. Larry? God, and
3: I feel shitty for not knowing the name of the exact name of the song. We did it with Trent Reznor. Americans, afraid was it called? Of, I'm afraid, afraid, of, of Ameri- afraid, of, afraid of Americans. Afraid of Americans. Oh, I yeah. love that song.
1: Um, so good. Do, do you guys know the song Cat People? Yeah, that was from the soundtrack to the movie Cat People.
2: <laughs> they also used it in, uh, uh, in Glorious Bastards. Of course they would. It was amazing. Uh, I, f- fucking love that song. I mean, and no disrespect. I mean, I just yeah, David Bowie <coughs> in general. Like, Life on Mars is fantastic. Uh, Space Oddity, uh, um, and of course, Under Pressure. That's I mean one of the greatest songs, yeah, uh, ever. So,
1: so, all right. Shut up, kitty. Shut up. <laughs> What's your predictions for 2017, Josh?
2: Well, I think I'm going to disagree, actually, with Larry. The problem is is we're um, we're not getting any younger gentlemen. And, uh, unfortunately, tell me about it. <laughs> <yeah>. Unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of those um, actors and musicians that we grew up on, uh, they're all getting way up there in age now, and... So yeah. I unfortunately I could see where we're probably going to be losing a lot of big names uh, next year as well. I wouldn't uh, like death? I know there's a couple we d- people that are in poor health already. Like um, should we do a death pool? <laughs> I could see Malcolm Young, uh, Angus Young's brother from ACDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean he he went into, f- what full blown dementia. Wasn't, wow! Really? I like, completely forgot how to play guitar and everything. Like, oh,
3: that sucks.
2: Yeah, um, I get. I just. I feel like we're gonna see a, I, th- I feel like we're gonna see a lot of big ones go next year as well, and, and and we do every year. That's the thing. But I think My- that when you're younger, you're less aware of all the people that okay. pass away. But as you get older, and you start seeing, especially names that you. Uh, People that affected your life. uh, TV shows and whatnot. Uh, So I see that. I
3: agree. Sorry, go ahead. My first round pick is Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Ryan, what's
1: that look on your face? Um, Jimmy Carter is actually probably one of the safest picks.
2: I'm going to pick Bob Barker for next year.
1: Ooh, Bob
2: (laughs) He's in his nineties now, so I could see Bob Barker. That's how our hearts are going to feel. I'm going to say I'm
1: going to say Kirk Douglas.
3: Oh, Oh, yeah! Didn't he get that? Michael
1: Douglas is dead. Wait, which one got the pussy throat cancer? (laughs) That was Michael Douglas, but he survived it. His dad's still alive and just turned 100. So I'm going to (laughs) say,
3: yeah, (laughs) that's a good pick. (laughs) Yeah.
1: On the safe side. Uh, All right, guys, guys. Yeah. I don't know if there's been any predictions for 2017, though. I mean, do we want to speculate on the presidency or the country as a whole, or we want to just save that for everyone's imagination? Well,
2: well, no matter what, we we have to deal with it. And I think that, um, we have to back him up and hope that he does well. Yeah, because of course. It's, it's our country he's running. I think that uh, I think that he is going to be fine, no matter what. He's going to have a ton of political advisors with him, so the big decision making is going to be with uh, with guidance. However, homeboy needs to get off of Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. He's pissing a lot of people off on Twitter, and I think that's <laughs> uh, I think yeah. that's going to be something that is going to cause issues, um, especially in this first year. I think I think we're going to have something happen. I don't know what. I th- I feel like something big co- that will happen next well, year with
1: Obama. Within the first year, we saw the Great Recession of two thousand eight.
3: That started though about a month before he. Two or two before he took office, because the uh, the uh, the ec- the economy collapsed.
1: Thanks, the Bush. housing market. Yeah, but everybody wants to say thanks, Obama, because they're too jaded to. Well, well they're too we always blaming
2: on the black guy. First to die, first to
3: blame. First, yeah, first to die in horror
1: movies for sure. Ugh, why? You know there's going to be a Friday the 13th reboot in 2017? There does there's a lo- one. Why? October 13th. Friday, October 13th. There's going to be a Friday the 13th again. Ugh. A new reboot. Also a new alien movie. Alien yes. Covenants. Yes. Ugh. Um, I know. <laughs> See, it's like mixed reaction for everything.
2: I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm okay with aliens and uh, probably the new Predator movie is going to come out next year and that's I mean Predator is my, uh, as far as a singular uh, movie that's my all
3: time greatest
1: that's Favorite. your bread and butter. Mm. I found I found the
3: trailer for the uh, new Friday the Thirteenth. Oh boy! <laughs>
1: there you go. Alright guys, let's do a quiz (laughs) Let's get quizzical Quizzical I wanna get quizzical
3: Let's get into Quizzical Alright gentlemen You know the rules Buzz in with your name Uh, You can always steal as usual Question number one These, okay. By the way, these all pertain to 2016. Okay. Question number one. Right on. Which country carried out its fifth and biggest nuclear test in September of 2016? Josh. Hey, Josh. Mm, I'm going to say North Korea. That is correct, Josh one. Ryan Zero. Question Typical. number two. Which film won the most Oscars at the 2016 Academy Awards with six? Is it A. The Martian, B. Mad Max Fury Road, C. Spotlight, Ryan. or D. Ryan? B. Mad Max. That is correct. 1 to 1. Question number 3, just to entertain myself. Which team won the Major Josh. League
1: Baseball
3: Josh Cubs. Damn
1: it. God damn it. That
3: is correct. <laughs> Josh 2, Ryan 1. Question number 4. NASA's Juno became the second craft to orbit which planet in 2016? Josh. Josh.
2: I'm going to go with Mars. Damn it. That is incorrect. (laughs)
3: Oh, shit. Ryan. A, Neptune. B, Mars. C, Jupiter. D, Uranus.
1: I know what it is now. Damn it. What was the name of the satellite? Juno.
3: D. Uranus?
1: Yeah. Incorrect. (laughs) It was Jupiter, wasn't
3: it? Jupiter. Yeah. So we've got a... uh, What's the score? Two to one. Two to one comes down to one last question worth two points. Ooh. On January twenty eighth, twenty sixteen, what virus outbreak was announced by the World Health Organization? Josh. Josh. Zika. That is correct. You win everything. goddammit. it. Now, this Ryan, is- you had a a a, uh, a a bonus question, right? I for did. The listeners.
1: Well, Mike I wanted to do a bonus question To our listeners Because I feel like Everybody that listens to this show Um They might want to Participate in In a Solid study And You know Maybe we could give them A little reward Such as this is our first year And they've kept us in the top 25 We could do Uh We could do Uh Random question. Okay. Do if you, want, you, do you me I'll to, take over from here? Sure, sure, sure sure. Sure, sure. Okay. Larry's gonna ask a question, and if you answer this question with an at reply to our Twitter at Conspiracy Teach Show or send us a message at, message at conspiracy therapy show at gmail.com with the answer, we will send you a prize, a digital code for uh well, Whether it's a, a gift card or a game, uh, we will send it to you. So, please reply to this, RTR Show, um, promote if you can. Larry, take it away.
3: All right. Pertaining to the year 2016, who finished second in the medals table to the United States... At the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. I'm not even going to give you the clues.
1: You got to figure that one out on your own. Do it. It looks like Josh won, though, for our our main man quiz. He's too smart. He is. I don't think you've beaten him yet. Never.
4: I beat beat Marty,
1: but I haven't beaten Josh. You mean Carlos Danger? I'm just too cool for school, man. It's time for the pop culture minute, it's Josh.
3: Sonic boom. boom! Yes, the best intro music, by the way. He does. I agree. <laughs> uh, well,
2: dudes, dudettes, Dude. uh, cats. I decided with this particular one, I could go on obviously forever and I'll let Ryan probably uh take over for maybe some of it because I'm sure he'll have a lot more to say. Uh but I'm going to talk about my favorite individual subcategory in this and that would be video games. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk some video games that are considered post-apocalyptic. Ah. Any of you guys uh, have an Xbox? I'm sure you've played, or no matter what, you've heard about the series, Gears of War. Mm-hmm. It's a... Um, Essentially, I mean there's no scrounging um like for, for supplies or anything. It's a straight up ass kicking gory chainsaw decapitation goodness. Uh, that game gave me motion sickness. Oh, I believe it. It's when it came out uh I believe the first was the first one for 360. Yes. Yeah, it was a beautiful and it still is a beautiful game. Uh but Yeah, I could see where it could give anyone motion sickness. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, basically, the the idea is that there is a race of monsters that live under the surface of the earth. And that on E-Day, everything comes out and we're kind of, well, it's the end of the world. So, we're fighting back. So, uh another game's uh, another game that's a little bit more lighthearted and not many people I know have played it. It's a, g- a game called Tokyo Jungle. Uh
3: hmm, never even heard of it.
2: it. I have. It's on the uh PS3. I th- I feel like I I think I saw it on PC once. I could be very wrong and I'm sorry, but uh the idea of That game is that you play as an animal. Um, You can play as like a corgi and whatnot. Um, Crocodile, deer, beagles, a Pomeranian. So you could have Chewy, basically, that you're playing as.
3: So...
1: Hey, hey. Sounds
3: like Ryan's house. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) kids uh
2: basically the idea is that humankind just vanishes and all the animals of the world are fighting for supremacy so
1: uh sounds like a real tokyo jungle oh
2: i see what you did there oh, ho, 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 ho. but really though it is a lot of fun um and this kind of crosses obviously multiple um Categories because it's uh, obviously a TV show. Um, but the developers Telltale made an excellent game for The Walking Dead. Hmm. Uh,
1: Are you talking about the first season of The Walking yes, Dead? Yes,
2: absolutely. I, I agree. I highly, agree.
1: I agree. highly I agree.
2: recommend this game.
1: Double it's, recommend.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. It's... The story of it is just—it's a—it's a, it's a gut wrencher, man. Like it, from the beginning to end, and I mean they now are putting out season, season three, three. Just started actually today. Uh, hmm. The it's the what twentieth, so yeah, just started that, today when
3: we record this. Yeah,
2: so. Uh, in that game you you start off the beginning of the game you're a guy named Lee and you are being taken to jail or transferring jails um, in the back of a police vehicle and all of a, and you can hear on the radio uh, the start of the zombie apocalypse happening and yeah. lo and behold you crash the car and then from there on out it's survival just an awesome awesome game that will it it, by the end of the game you're just you're you're hurting it's it's just a beautiful game so um indeed we're gonna talk about something and i promise i'm not i'm not hinting at the third one half-life 2 uh did you guys ever play half-life yep okay there is a reason Raven,
1: that we've Raven all been sword Raven Woods. Yeah,
2: we. There- I mean, there's a reason why for years now we've been. Yeah, any gamer sees a three and is a Half Life three confirmed. It, it's a it's a great game. Um, it's basically how do I how do I describe this? It's like an alternate history of Earth like with an alien takeover and everything. It's It's kind of hard to describe actually.
3: Just it's, by
1: it's, the game. By the game. It's a great first person pre-BioShock game that kind of set the template for all those first person shooters.
2: R- right, right. Um next one is the Borderlands series. Oh yeah. Borderlands, while not technically being on Earth, you're on Pandora, which I mean, it's a post-apocalyptic world where I mean, you do have survival uh no fucks given by anybody. Both uh, Borderlands 1 and 2 are incredible incredible games. <laughs> um, and there ain't no rest for the wicked. Yeah. Uh, telltale also did a borderlands game which i highly recommend because it is a it's a sequel to borderlands 2 and they also did another kind of a side game called um oh gosh what's that what's that one called where you're in space
1: um oh uh it's a prequel uh the pre-sequel
2: yes the pre-sequel is what they call it.
1: Borderlands pre sequel.
2: It's, <laughs> it's, it, it that was fun. That one I, I didn't like as much, admittedly, because it's, I don't know, it just didn't feel like an entire game to me, but still a great game. Um, great series. Definite recommend. And of course, I saved the best for last. You can't talk about End of the World and. Post apocalyptic without bringing up Fallout
3: Tetris Fallout that happens during sex. Oh yeah, that <laughs> oh. happens too. Just gotta you know gotta put it
1: back in and take shorter strokes.
2: <laughs> Just gotta reach for the stars there.
1: Add a little bit of extra KY. Seduce them uh, with a Coles gift card a col- and a bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine.
3: Not the best wine. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, baby, I got some Boone's Farm for you. A little more expensive than that, but. uh, I got
2: two bottles of Boone's Farm for you. There you go. There you
1: go. (laughs) If you mix them together, it's like champagne. Whatever that is. But hey, you know what? At least you got laid. Uh, Amen to that.
2: Doesn't matter. Had sex. So, anyways, yes, Fallout, it, it between Fallout 3, especially, and New Vegas, both out for PS3, um, and Fallout 4 recently came out, I mean, all systems, and all these games are, like, every system, every Fallout game, uh, it's it's the poster child of post-apocalyptic yeah. incredible game series by Bethesda. Um, if you
3: fall out 4 times, you you have too much confidence in your uh
1: yeah. And it's probably time to go to bed. If you fall out 4 <laughs> times, you're probably not right in the money. Yeah. You, you might not even be in into- you might be too intoxicated. I I don't know. Maybe you're crossing streams. Doesn't matter Had sex. I guess. Leaving a big old snail trail
3: on the uh, sheets.
1: But the thing is, the the vaginal uh, pathage way uh, supplies enough natural lubricant when you you go at it. And uh, if you're still not stimulated, you could just be gay? I don't know. Is that the question you ask yourself when you're having sex with your significant other? And you go, it doesn't feel like I'm having sex with a beach pit. And there's no grunting man, you might be gay the more you know um, oh just saying, oh, okay, none of us are now where were you, Josh uh <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: And I mean of course like I said We could go on about movies I mean there's Mad Max there's yeah, just the, great the first movie. one to, you know, we could talk about There's tons of movies There's tons, tons of to songs this. It's the end of the world As we know it
1: Mad uh, Max is An unbelievably great series For you to uh, check out if you like end of the world Stuff the last one that just Came out was a phenomenal Movie um,
2: It was so huge
1: it was so huge. It was like a twelve-inch excuse me tongue on Krampus that lapped all the funds.
2: By the way, you Just guys, do you guys want to know why Krampus had his name, right? I mean,
1: why? Why?
2: I mean, it's in his name. He had to poop.
1: Oh, Josh. Hey, oh, there. simple sweet
2: Josh. It's okay. So anyways, yeah, that like like I said, we could go on obviously for <laughs> forever <laughs> about uh Excuse how me. the end of the world has affected uh movies, music, uh everything, but I'm being a gamer and that's what I'm going to talk about. So there you have it, dudes.
1: Yay! Thank you for that pop culture minute. In a hand, are we all set? Hey, um, our verdict. Do we think the end of the world will happen when, in our lifetime, well, Larry? I mean, hey, no, nah, Josh. No,
2: I, I mean it could, but I don't think it's going to. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I'm going to die in like a heap of cocaine and. You know, just uh, like today, or maybe
1: even tomorrow, we're like, yeah, we sold conspiracy therapy to Fox. Yeah, we're trillionaires. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, cat Larry. Hair? Yeah, it'd be a poof of cat hair that would what would be, <laughs> what would be would tell us. Wow! Larry. So this is
2: our this is our last episode of the
3: year. Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. yeah. Yep. What so we,
1: much excitement. What do we want to talk about, fellas?
2: So what do you guys want
1: to do next year? Next year for this show or yeah, for,
2: well, for the show? For, I mean, do we have any ideas like uh, JFK? Oh yeah.
1: JFK, John Benay, uh the uh, 911? 911 would be fun. I uh, I, I do I think we uh,
2: we have talked many times and we're going to probably we're going to try and make this happen. But we've talked about doing a actual ghost hunt with our friend Jen for sure. And for sure that'll happen. That'll probably be complete with no oh, pictures, video like the whole nine yards. It it'll be interesting.
1: Hell's, Hell's Bridge, uh, the Illuminati would be good. Ooh. Um their, uh, their I tell you what, in three schooling. weeks we're
3: gonna do we're gonna do my birthday bash.
1: Yeah. Larry's bash is coming up, so prepare yourselves because god damn it. We do have a lot of ideas. Most of them are all written down. Obviously, we're gonna do a lot more cryptids. Obviously, we're gonna do a lot more conspiracies. But here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hit us up, on our Gmail, hit us up at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com or tweet to us at conspiracy t show if that's something and that you like to do. Please like do us- that for the uh,
3: trivia question.
1: Yes, honestly. $10 of any credit you wish. $10 to Amazon or Walmart or Visa gift card. A Steam gift card. Make it happen. Like this show, retweet it. So we have a lot more coming down the pipeline. Um Larry, what else do you have to plug? Oh, we have
3: the EFIS podcast, which is a baseball historical podcast. Ephespodcast.com if you want to catch that. Off script fans, yes, we're gonna we're We're kind of on hiatus because of the holidays. Apparently, apparently, it's hard to get hold of actors uh, during the holidays. So we will have a, we're gonna have a, essentially a how-to with uh, a couple of filmmakers, and we're gonna go through kind of the process of making films. So if that interests you, offscriptpod.podomatic.com. And if you are into
2: fun history, Larry and I also have Potty Slam, where
3: we talk about the funny side of history of wrestling. Cannot recommend the Andre the Giant. Oh Look, God, Ryan does a... a I would. It's almost like an. It's almost like the Sistine Chapel of describing penises andre's penis that is yes yeah it, it, it's a work of art
2: th- th- we have a good time on that show and uh so if you want to check that out go to you can find us on facebook and twitter potty slam show uh and then you can find us on potomatic at potty slam show dot com.
1: yeah well, That's gonna do it for twenty sixteen, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a fan oh, of this God. show please, this year cannot end fast enough. I I hear that, sir. We've all had a rough year. For yeah. me, it was work plus David Bowie. So, um it's been a rough one. But you know what? Let's look up. Let's look let's look up to the skies, enjoy a sunset, take a nice long sip of our cold, icy cold beers. And just say, hey, tomorrow's another day. Yeah. And you know what? We here at Beer City Media, we love you very much. We'll Thank you so s- much. We've had a great 2016. We want to see how things go in 2017. More than anything, we want to grow this fan base and mm-hmm. produce great shows covering topics that you all want to hear. So, with that being said, this is Ryan. Larry. This is Larry. Oh, mm. there he this is. This is Josh.
3: Sorry. Big ol' love fest here.
1: Thank you Ooh. guys for this
2: year. We'll see you guys next year.
1: That's right. In another episode next week with the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. That's great. It starts with Burn the stakes in their
0: No
3: Throat, son of a- <laughs> this is by
1: the presentation of Beer presentation of Beer City Media.